Hello, welcome to my podcast, Marketing is Cool. I am your host, Jeff Radigari. Uh, today we're going to talk about business buying. Um, in other words, businesses as customers. If you listen to my last episode on consumer behavior, um, that's in the you know consumer end user uh, context. This we're again talking about businesses as consumers. Um, so not a ton to say in terms of you know great details here. There are lots of uh, podcasts on business to business marketing out there that are really great. So uh, go through whichever um, you know podcast service you use uh, to find some of those if you're more interested. Uh, but just know that. Um, B2B buying and B2B behavior uh, as a customer differs fundamentally from the end user or the consumer, consumer behavior, uh, whoever you want to call it. You know, first of all, there's different types of, of you know, business customers or business buyers. Um, you've got, you know, manufacturers, you've got retailers. Uh, you've got governments, you've got other kind of organizations that all um, have needs for products. We typically talk about procurement in the in, in the business-to-business market. You can also call it industrial markets, okay? And so, you know, they have needs for products just like uh, end users do. So um, it's a little different, like I said, uh, than consumer markets. Um, a lot of organizations have what they call a buying center, which is just basically they have a department and their entire job is just to purchase and procure products for the organizations. I worked for a firm years ago that had a buying department and it was fascinating uh, just to talk to them and watch them operate and just they were literally this is before the internet was really huge, but you know they would spend their entire day on the phone ordering products so um, uh, it's important in marketing if you're if B2B is your area uh, to try to get to those who are in charge of making decisions about buying okay it's, it's not like you know sending out a, a piece of direct mail to a consumer or sending out an email to re- to a direct consumer uh, companies have all kinds of employees and in different organizations they have different people that make purchasing decisions and so you have to work hard to figure out how to find who the decision maker is okay it could be a buyer it could be a VP um, you know it could be you know various other people within the organization so you have to uh, to, to figure out who they are uh, a big challenge above above and beyond that is the, the the whole notion that a lot of businesses they are pretty guarded in um, who can get to the decision maker and so there's you know uh, executive assistants and other employees that are kind of gatekeepers and they control access to the decision makers and so you've got to figure out how to get past uh, those particular gatekeepers okay so you know big big challenge uh, lots of things you can do uh, but but you know obviously obviously um, can be pretty challenging. Uh, we talked about the consumer decision process in my previous episode. Um, there is a, a business-to-business decision or buying process as well. Um, starts with a need recognition, just like in the consumer version. Uh, but then once there is some sort of need, uh, oftentimes the need is then formalized. So 
Um, we're not talking about copy paper and, and pens or pencils, but uh, you know, major large purchases. Maybe it's accounting software or some sort of security services. Um, there's going to be a more formal, um, you know, uh, description written out of the need, um, and then they will reach out to uh, potential providers of the of the good or the service. Okay. Uh, oftentimes, it will be formalized with a request for proposals. Basically, they're asking uh, potential sellers to, you know, put together a proposal for what we're looking for. Okay, uh, there's a deadline. Once that deadline is met, then uh, uh, the buyer will go through a process to evaluate and select some sort of supplier, and then the relationship kind of takes off from there. They develop what's called an order routine. This basically specifies the, the mechanisms for, for, for placing the order, okay? And then typically, and again, if we're talking about major products here, you know, high-end things, uh, oftentimes there's a formal post-purchase evaluation process uh, that comes into play. So you want to evaluate how they did, how the process went, you know, what value did it provide. That way you have information to help you the next time you're in this particular situation, okay? So... Um, you know, tying it back to the consumer process, the need recognition is there, the information search is there, um, the evaluation alternative is there, uh, the decision is there, uh, just the same, uh, and the post-purchase is there. It's just, you know, in all of these steps, everything's a lot more formal, okay? Um, so if you are involved in selling to businesses, You've got to be aware that it's a lot more formal. There's going to be a lot of filling out forms and, you know, uh, placing formalized bids because that's just the way they operate. Okay. Um, now, don't think that that particular process uh, applies in every single context. Okay. Smaller businesses or smaller purchases, there's not typically, uh, you know, that same process. There could be, but they're really. Um, isn't necessarily uh, always that so it, it can be a lot easier than that okay um, you know once a, once a relationship has been established with a, a seller from a business context you know that makes makes repurchasing easier we talk about things like a straight rebuy where basically you call them up and say hey what you sold me last time send me over one more something like that okay um, you know, maybe you um, start from scratch. You want to start over. This is what we call a new buy. You're just kind of starting over. Then we have something called a modified rebuy where you basically like what happened before, but you want to change some of the specifications or some of, some of the details. Um, so you can, you can certainly do that. Okay. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is marketing communications when it comes to B&B. So it works a little bit different. Than it does in consumer markets. A lot of the activities that we do in consumer uh, marketing communications don't really quite apply. Um, I mean, some do, but some don't. So uh, you think about a billboard or outdoor advertising. Uh, you do see a lot of B2B businesses advertising in those places, but does it really get through to the decision maker? And the answer is probably not. Okay, but it's, you know, it's done to just help build awareness and also hopefully. Um, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, generate some sort of um, advancement down the marketing funnel. You know, it's also a business expense, so there's a you know, a, a, there's a tax tax advantage to it as well, of course. 
Um, so, but do know that for a lot of marketing act, uh, marketing communication activities, um, you can do the same things that you do in consumer markets. So there was a prevailing view ten years ago that social media wasn't for B two B. You know, you don't don't tweet about. Uh, business products, you know, there's no reason to blog about them. But over time, research has showed us that that's absolutely not true. Um, you know, uh, behind every business is an individual making buying purchases. So you should uh, market to them just the same, uh, and not in not in all contexts. Okay, but it's uh, really big nowadays to do email marketing, um, content marketing. Kind of is the the more more overarching term, where basically you build um, a reputation as someone who's knowledgeable, and you use that to generate leads, to generate email addresses, to 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 create contacts, to build a network that hopefully you know will will lead to purchases and positive word of mouth uh, and those types of things, and so you will. Um, make blog posts and write white papers and have a social media strategy and um, you know have a good website to to reach those individuals in businesses who are deemed the decision makers okay so um, again depending on the industry it's it's harder in some versus others uh, but but still in, in general um, it is still uh, absolutely appropriate to use um, you know most traditional and contemporary marketing communication efforts uh, that we use in the consumer markets uh, to apply them uh, to business markets as well. Okay, so that's all I'm going to say about B2B and B2B marketing. So uh, hopefully, it gave you a, a good little overview. Um, if you have questions about anything, you know, please do not hesitate to reach out to me and um, have a wonderful day. And hopefully, um, we'll see you again soon.